What's up, Soul Warriors, and welcome to Winning Wednesday Live with LC. If you're watching this part of the broadcast, more than likely you are watching the replay. And I do want to thank you for that, for allowing me, Lona Curry, and Recovery Soul Food and Hope and Recovery Network for being a, letting us be a part of your recovery and healing journey. You know, today we're going to talk about one of my favorite, favorite, favorite subjects, which I think is the birth of all change which is changing our mindsets. You know, we're all filled with great potential. We're all very unique and purposed to be here, regardless of what we've gone through. And how do we take the circumstances in which we cannot control and turn them into what's winning for us and, and how to learn how to navigate our lives past suffering and into our path to purpose. So that's what we're going to talk about today on this Winning Wednesday. I, again, appreciate you being here. appreciate you joining me. If you like this content and like these videos, then please make sure that you give a like um, and, and share this out to your groups and your communities because we're all struggling in this time. You know, 2020 is over, but all the stuff that was happening in 2020 is not over. And our depression rates and our suicide rates, our addiction rates, our relapse rates are up massively. And that means that people are struggling. People are in situations of change and they do not know how to transmute pain into actual motivation for change. And I don't care what anybody says, and I'll say this because it's my own experience, and I believe, believe, believe with everything I am that every bit of change begins in the mind. And yes, trauma is healed in the body, but it is also healed in the mind because awareness begins in the mind. We can't get our body to do something that our mind still believes is not purposeful, right? So we got to work on that mind. And from my own experience, coming from severe childhood trauma, coming from a place of being foreign in my own skin, living a life of shame and, and secrets and trying to be something that I was not, but doing my best at it. And 22 years of active, hellish, pure, hell on earth addiction I know that what I had to do first was begin to change my mindset 
So how many of you have major goals slash dreams that you want to accomplish in this life, right? Mindset is everything. It is everything because our our realities really are dependent upon the story that we tell ourselves about ourselves. Now, I want you to think about the story you were telling yourself in active addiction. What were you saying to yourself? I'm no good. This is as good as it gets for me. I'm a broken human being. I need to be fixed. I, I, I mean, what else? We're, we're all saying these very things to ourselves. And how in the world do you transmute that into a life that you wake up every single day and you say, you know what? I may not be where I want to be, but I sure am not where I was. And I've got this mindset that says, I will go through this day knowing that I am, I am, I'm at peace with where I am and I'm expectant of where I'm going, but I am no longer regretful about what happened this day because I've taken that regret and I've transmuted it into a change in behavior, a change in perspective a change in the way that I greet the world. So I know that's you because I know the soul warriors that show up here. I've seen you grow in leaps and bounds. You may not see it the way that others see it. I see it because I am, am invested in each and every one of your lives. I can tell with the posts that you put up, they have different content. They're no longer about complaining about what is, but learning how to flip that into motivation and fuel for yourself. And however we got to do that, it's what we got to do. Because what is, what is worse than hopelessness in life? We know what hopelessness is. Hopelessness took us to chemicals in order to gain some type of peace and momentary happiness. I mean, that's what it was for me. Why else put poison in your body to make yourself feel good if you're not struggling to feel good on your own, right? So let me say good morning to some folks. Alicia Lee, I love you. Mary Huffman, you've been on my mind and my heart. Joni Faulkner, Jennifer Brownlee, Sylvia Flores, good morning. I'm so grateful that all of you are here. And if anyone else is here that I haven't seen, it's only because StreamYard shows me so many. Welcome. Anyone who sees this video later, because remember, information is timeless. You'll see it when you're guided to it. That's why, you know, I call these things Winning Wednesday. But heck, watch this on Winning Friday if this is when it comes across your feed. Because what we put out in our thoughts of what we want is what tends to come back to us. Have you ever noticed, and I use this example all the time because it happens to me often, that during the week, some random thought of some random movie will come across my mind and I'll go, oh, I'd like to see that movie. And then lo and behold, somewhere it'll come up. Like the following weekend, that movie will be playing on TV or it'll come across one of my feeds. And I'm like, how awesome is that? But that's the difference between attachment and belief. See, I'm not attached to that movie. And whether it comes on or doesn't come on 
doesn't really matter to me, but it is something that I desire. The difference in when we are attempting to manifest something that we really want in our lives, it comes down to our thoughts and our belief systems. So when we go back to your goals and your dreams, what is the story you are telling yourself about those dreams? Because let me tell you this, if it's given to you, if it comes up in you, it's meant for you. It means that somewhere you are able to accomplish that. It wouldn't be given to you. I watch people, I, I used to go to the uh, mountains of North Carolina with my grandparents every year growing up. And we would go up to Grandfather Mountain and we would watch these people uh, hang glide off the mountain. I mean, they just run off a ramp with this big thing, you know, and they would just, they never hesitated. They ran off the ramp and jumped off on these hang gliders and landed somewhere down the ground. I thought it was amazing, but never once did I think I could do that or I want to do that, right? That's the same with your goals and dreams. If you feel an inner pulling to that thing, that, that accomplishment, that that you want to do. I mean, let's talk about Mary Huffman. Great loss in her life. Lost her daughter to an overdose, right? Mary now feels pulled to help other people in active addiction move towards treatment. We'll do whatever it takes to help somebody who's ready get to treatment. Now, she doesn't get paid to do this. This is just what she does from her heart. Now, how many other parents of, overdose, um, of overdoses do you think feel that and never step into it? There is a story that comes between the, the dream and the action. And that story resides deep within your conscious mind. And it has been told so long that it seeps down into your subconscious mind. And so when you see these things and something in you says, I'd really like to do that. I think I can do that. What is the immediate default program that comes in right after that? What does your mind begin to tell yourself about that? Now, whatever it is, I don't want you to get mad about it. I want you to get aware of it. Because without awareness, you cannot fix it. You cannot rearrange it. You cannot find out where the subconscious program beliefs are. And these are things that you have not probably been telling yourself. There have been situations to happen in your past, probably back in your very early days of life, that somehow, somewhere planted the seed that you can't do that. See, children are born and they have these huge dreams of what they want to do. And as adults, we're living a different perspective and reality than children. And so when one child says they want to be an astronaut, the adult who's going through financial problems or, you know, haven't, has not achieved their dreams or, you know, sees that stuff as frivolous, turns around and unknowingly says, get real, get real. Only one out of 
300,000 people get to be astronauts. Pick something else. That plants a seed. A seed now that will be shown over and over and over and over in this child's life, in your life, in my life. I'll never forget the time in right before the sixth grade when I really wanted to be an attorney. And I remember somebody in my family that loved me so, so, so much, but was seeing my life from his own perspective, was really trying to motivate me to get better grades, but did it in a way that did not motivate. It killed that dream of becoming an attorney when he said, well, to go to law school, they check all the way back to your elementary school. Now, that's not true. I didn't know it wasn't true. And I trusted him with all my heart. And I had known that the year before I had gone through some very abusive situations. We had moved to different towns and I did not do all that well in school. And in that very moment, a seed was planted of all that I could not do. So look back into your life and find where those seeds were planted. Because where the seeds are planted are where the roots begin. And that is where we have to begin to pull those things up and rewire that circuit that says, you know, right now that says you can't and gives you all the reasons why. And all we need to do is plant that one seed that says, yes, you can. And you will begin to start motivating and moving towards that seed and start finding evidence in your life of all the reasons why you can because here is the bottom line. You can do whatever you need and want to do. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. And that's the bottom line. I mean, really, here I sit doing things that I had no knowledge about just a few years ago, was scared to death to do, and thought that I was going to have to, if I ever really wanted to do this, number one, I could not see a way to do it. And I surely thought somebody else was going to have to come in and help me and do it for me. And little by little, I kept changing that mindset to say, why can't I? If this one can, I can. And I have had the beautiful, amazing experience of being able to be so raw because I love what Les Brown says. Les Brown says, take that leap and develop your wings on the way down. I love that. Take the leap and develop your wings on the way down. I started doing this so raw. I mean, so raw. iPhone and a story iPhone and a message. And it was a message like all of them that are directly pulled from my everyday life and struggle. And I began shooting videos raw, so raw. Sometimes I can't even watch them to this day. Number one, because that wasn't really me. And there were some things about those videos that really caused me to shudder inside. Not that what I was saying wasn't true, but who I was in that space wasn't so true to my heart. But it's a process and healing is a process. And as you begin to heal your mind, it starts seeping down into your body. 
look, we come out of active addiction. We don't care about our bodies. I mean, come on, let's just be so real. We don't care about our bodies. We have spent however many years or months or days or whenever putting sheer poison in these bodies. And when we come into recovery, we're just struggling to try to stay clean to achieve this goal of recovery or clean and sober. Somehow we believe that all of our problems only exist in active addiction. And the reality is those problems lived before active addiction. Active addiction was the coping mechanism that kept you alive. It kept me alive. Because I can tell you this, had drugs not come in, suicide would have been a long already. Y'all wouldn't even know who I am. And see, that takes min that takes mind. That takes perception change to start taking off the guilt and regret of things and putting them where they really need to go, which is I survived this way, but now I am ready to survive in a new way and not only survive, I want to thrive in this life. If you're like me, you've seen the worst that people and life has to offer. And the only way to see anything different is to change the eyes in which you see life in. I saw life as a victim. I was victimized. I, there's no doubt about that. No doubt whatsoever. But I fought for my suffering. I fought for that. I talked about it. Another great way to find out where your mindset is, is what do you talk about? What do you talk about? And I'm not here to put anybody down or change anyone's beliefs about anything. Only your belief about yourself. Because what we put in is what comes out. When we speak to people, it's a great time to gain awareness of where we truly are unconsciously because our default conversations show us our default programming. If we are still associated with a very victimized mentality, if when we talk to people, our first thing we do is tell what's wrong and what we're struggling with and what we're going through in life, that gives us a great indication of what is still happening deep down in the conscious level. Now, that is not a place to feel guilty or bad about or like you're doing something wrong. This is a great time for awareness and for you to continue to flip that around. Put things in your reality. Put things in your ears, your eyes that give you a positive message about who you really are. If you find that through religion, get it. If you find it through motivation, get it. If you find it through spirituality, get it. Get it all from every place. Because I'm telling you, if you don't program your mind, your mind is being programmed anyway. And so we think it's not. We walk around with the TV on in the background. We, we sleep with our TVs on. I used to sleep with my TV on all the time. And whatever is happening in the background of our lives is, is really getting in there. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. <laughs> I used to be a huge fan of the show, The First 48. 
because the majority of my years out in the world was out running the police. So I used to watch and study the police like nobody's business because it was my job every day to make sure they did not catch me in my life. That was my whole goal. And how do you do that? You outsmart your enemy by learning your enemy. And I used to wonder why I could not break out of that negative, always looking over my shoulder, always, you know, wondering who's out to get me. I wondered that survival mindset. I wondered why I couldn't break out of it. Y'all, I had to change everything. I changed my music. I changed the things I watched. I changed the things I read. I hung up things in all of around my room, around my office, around my house, my refrigerator, my bathroom. Everything that said that I beat out, what is it, 400 billion sperms, right? And so did you to be you. That's how powerful you are. And that's how much you were meant to be here. So I reminded myself daily and still do of the greatness that is within me. And I do this to come and remind you of the greatness that is within you. And you can touch it. You can touch it today. You just have to get yourself out of the mindset of everything's wrong of staring at every circumstance you can't fix and set your mind upon the one that you can. And in any circumstance, you know what you can fix? Your mind, your mind and your perception. How we look at life determines the results that we receive from it. Our perspective, our perspective is what determines what we experience. If we keep asking, why me? We keep getting evidence of that victim mentality, which means that we're only going to see every area of our life that we are victimized. When we turn around and we say, why not me? What is this for? Come on, I've said my prayers and you're guiding me to something because trust is trust is trust. Trust, faith is another word for trust. I've, I've said what I want. My heart is set on it. It is for the good of humanity. And I got to trust that now every circumstance that shows up in my life is the path in which I get there. If I didn't keep going through things, I wouldn't have nothing to bring y'all, right? And I've been through some situations in this year, like we all have, that we get to choose. That's our freedom. We get to choose how we see it. Yes, the apartment complex ruined our apartment and a lot of our stuff. We prayed for a new start. Yes. Things did not go smoothly in the move. We were still fighting back and forth with the victim mentality and our new start. Miracles can't be miracles if you're creating them or expecting them, right? 
So sometimes things got to go wrong so miracles can show up and you can say, that was a miracle, my friend. Without the contrast, we don't know one from the other. Without darkness, you don't see light. Vice versa. Without negative, you can't be grateful for positive. How much more grateful are you when you come through a situation and it's finally over and put to bed? How much deeper is your gratitude and that moment than when you just wake up on a regular day and nothing's going on and you're you're having to force yourself to get into gratitude? It's okay to force yourself into gratitude. It's not your default programming. We are human beings. We are designed to see danger. Now we got to reforce that, that default site. We got to learn how to see miracles. We got to learn to see blessings. We got to learn to see it in everything. And yeah, it's going to be hard sometimes. It is. And sometimes in the midst of things, you're not quite going to understand you're not going to remember that prayer you prayed last year or six months ago when you asked for something specific and your higher power, whatever label you give that, knows what's really true to your heart and what's just head talk. And a lot of the prayers that get answered are the ones that were really true to your heart. And sometimes we say so much in every moment of the day, some kind of contrast causes us to ask for something different. Some kind of happening causes us to want something different. And we don't always decipher what it is that we really, really want. And I can kind of out of the corner of my eye, see somebody talking about unlearning and yeah, the majority of the struggles we're going to experience is unlearning that programming. See, we have, we have developed so many deep down belief systems that we are not even aware are at play in our lives. Listen, it surrounds our money. It surrounds our relationships. It surrounds our sobriety and recovery. It surrounds everything. There will be some people that you will never, ever convince them that just getting clean and sober is not a fix to their problem. And they will go through life being the most dry, angry addict that you've ever met. And they'll never, ever, ever realize that there is another way. And that doesn't make them bad. That doesn't make them you know, it just doesn't make them doing it any, any different or less. It just makes them so involved in that belief system that the substance is my problem. And if I get rid of the substance, my life will get better. Some people will remain in the poverty in which they grew up in for generations and generations and generations because they'll never understand how much their thought processes and their vibrations have to do with their money. I didn't either. I believed everything I was told. It's based on education. It's based on where you come from. 
It's based on, I mean, I used to have thoughts when I would see people having great success in their life. I'd think, well, somebody must have gave them a leg up. They had a dad with money or of course they had, you know, those, those opportunities. They didn't go through what I went through. We start to believe somehow we're damaged. When I experienced my abuse, both sexual, mental, and physical, I thought I was so damaged that I could never experience a life that was free. And you believe these things to your core. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't know what you don't know. And I didn't know what I didn't know. And so now when I know something and I put it into practice in my life, I want to show up here and give it to you and help you put it into practice in your life. You may think that your disability check is, is completely in control of your money. And in a very literal sense, it may be right now. But I know some things about the mind and the vibration and how it can change with money that could start bringing money into your life, into your reality, like you've never seen before. Let's loosen those things of control. Let's loosen those mindsets of control today, those things that we think keep us trapped. And let's let's unlearn how to be comfortable with those straitjackets, so to speak, of belief systems. Because you know what this does? As uncomfortable as it is, it keeps us safe. It means we don't have to try anything different and we don't have to risk failure. Yes, it's uncomfortable and I can complain about it all day long. But the, the, the reality is, is that the key is right here in my hands and it's connected to my mindset. And I can loose myself, but I got to conquer that fear. The fear of change, the fear of who will I be? the fear of all the people that I will lose touch with because we no longer vibe together. It's fear. And we got to learn to transmute fear into pure motivation. We need fear in our lives. It keeps us from walking out into traffic. Let's not, let's not damnify fear. Let's not even damnify guilt and regret. Let's just learn how to use them for us versus against us. I love you guys. I'm one minute over. Oh, I like that. Break the chains. Break the chains. I love you, Alicia Lee, Stephanie Wagner, my brother Joe Potosi in the house. I love you, Joe. Joe. Joni Faulkner, I love you, man. I, I love you guys so much. Bonnie Blades. The famous Bonnie Blades. I love Bonnie Blades. Bonnie Blades is a picture of what I'm talking about today. Bonnie Blades is a badass, just like all of you. I want you to know that. Adopt your badassery and just continue to move forward in your life. Don't expect it to happen overnight. It didn't get here overnight. But start doing something. Five minutes in each day to move towards your dreams, your goals, whatever your dreams are. If it's to be free, free of a restricted mindset, move towards it.
There is no grade on what your dreams got to be to be accepted. They belong to you. Dream it. Take action steps to achieve it. Feed your mind and your heart and your soul with information that helps you grow towards it. Believe that you can and look out. Look out. Here it comes. Here it comes. I love you guys so much. I want you to have an amazing winning Wednesday. Hey, this Saturday, we're going to be in part two of the Healthy Sober Relationship Series live with Amy Guerrero. We're going to be going live at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time this week. So I will send out, you know, be on the lookout for those ads. I'll send out some little promo, promo ads first. It'll have the new time so that you don't forget. But 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll be going live with part two of the Sober Healthy Relationship Series. And we're going to talk about creating boundaries, um, how to set them, how to stick with them, and how all of that affects your relationships in your life. Now, realize this is not just about love, romantic relationships. We have relationships with every person and everything that we do, our work, our home, our school, our communities, everywhere. And when we learn how to be a super strong human being within ourselves, all of those relationships are changed and become healthy because we train people how to treat us. And so you don't want to miss this next part two of the Healthy Sober Relationship Series live with myself and Amy Guerrero. So y'all, I want to thank you so much. You guys make my dreams come true and complete. I love you. And God willing, I will see you guys this Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here, live with Amy Guerrero. I love you. Have an amazing, amazing day. See you soon. Bye. Thank you.